Welcome to Growing Through Grief. I'm your host, Diana Curtis. Growing Through Grief is a weekly sprinkle of education and inspiration to help you take action that leads to personal freedom and greatness. I share powerful conversations with grief experts, spiritual advisors, and other courageous souls in this transformational podcast. I believe with the right support and the power of community, you can eliminate unnecessary prolonged grief. I'm here to teach you how to normalize, recognize, and use grief as a growth tool. I've been a champion for growth for decades since the loss of my mother. Together, we are growing. I'll give you weekly tips and small steps that will move the needle forward so that you are experiencing a healthy inner relationship with yourself. Let's get started. Hello again, and welcome to the Growing Through Grief podcast. I'm your host, Diana Curtis, and I'm so happy that you're here. Now today, we're going to be talking about friendships, courage, and growth. Yes, friendships, but not in a way you are used to hearing the world talk about friendship. And yes, we're going to talk a little bit about courage. You know that word from which encouragement came from? And I can't get through an episode ever without talking about growth. If you're not growing, you're doing what? You're dying, right? You are withering away. But I know that's not you because you're listening to this episode about growth. So let's talk about what it looks like to have the courage to grow. So here's a question. Are you getting that nudge to grow, to change, to do something different with your life? Are you hearing that small, subtle voice that keeps speaking to you? At first it was a little quiet and soft, but now it's getting louder and louder and you just can't kick it. Yet you are refusing to flow with the voice. That voice that's wanting to express itself through you, you keep pushing it down, you keep pushing it away. I know that feeling of wanting to do more, to be more, but not knowing how to move into that space, that space that required me to grow. And I was also filled with a lot of fear and doubt. So we think it's more comfortable to remain the same, even though that nudging is trying to pull you out of that. But I don't think that's true. There is no comfort in that. Resistance requires a lot of energy. It works really hard. It takes a lot of hard work to fight off your heart's purpose and desire. Maybe you're unconscious of the level of energy you're putting into the need to control your life, the need to push down that thing that wants to come up, that purpose, that passion that power that wants to come up, you know, the fear of not moving in the direction of your heart. What about you? You may be continuing to resist life rather than flowing with it. Are you resisting the shift that wants to happen, that shift that will turn you into a new you? 
You know, you're in a growth period, but you're afraid to let go of what you know best. You're afraid of what it would mean to not feel lonely, to not feel isolated, or to no longer be in that pain that you're used to experiencing. To not experience drama and upset, to not feel tired and sick all the time. Who would you be if you didn't have all of that going on? Now, only you know what the payoff is for holding on to what clearly hurts your heart. So pause for a moment and ask yourself, what is the payoff for staying stuck in a place you really don't want to be in? What is it costing you to stay stuck? Is it costing you your relationships, your money, your time? What is it for you? What would it look like to become unstuck and start living a full life? What would it look like to let go of the resistance and just go ahead and become that new you? Become the person that you were created and designed to be. You know deep down you want to let it all go. You want to love yourself more. You want to forgive yourself more. You want to extend gentleness and grace to yourself, and you want to extend the same to others. So what is holding you back? What is keeping you arm's length away from opening your heart to the love you know exists inside of you? What is it? And then you also know you're ready to do it. You're ready, right? How many times have you started your process of growing and expanding your life and then you stopped? What stopped you? Did you lose a job? Did you experience a breakup? Or did you lose a loved one? Did something happen to remind you of a past trauma that you never healed? But regardless of what it is, you know that you're feeling a little hopeless right now. And you want immediate relief to that pain that's pushing against your heart. Well, guess what? You're in the right place because we're going to be talking about friendship, courage, and growth, right? So let's start the conversation about friendship. What I know for sure is when you're in the midst of great sadness or grief, you really want someone to be with you in your pain, right? And you don't necessarily want that person to turn your painful experience into an opportunity for them to show how wise they are, how much they know, or an opportunity for them to even be helpful. You just want to feel your pain, your truth, however messy it is in that moment. And you want that friend to be with you in that space. So it's important to have the courage to be a true friend to yourself. A true friend to yourself first. What do I mean by that? Let me ask you a question. Did you ever tell a friend about a deeply upsetting experience and the friend tells you all the reason why you need to be tied up in that knot for months and years because of what someone else did to you? That friend tells you you should never forgive that other person or even yourself for trusting that person. Now, is that friend you? Are you the friend that's telling you to stay in unforgiveness and pain forever? Would you offer that type of advice to your best girlfriend? Have you ever been that friend who offered that type 
of advice to your best girlfriend? Probably not, because you knew it would not be comforting or supportive to your friend, right? You know that when you're in the midst of great sadness or grief, what you really want is someone to be with you in that pain. Essentially, you want someone to keep you company in your pain and grief. You want them to just be there, to just listen, to support you and care for you, right? What you long for is someone who's willing to just be with you in that right now moment, to let your suffering be what it is without trying to change it, without trying to change you. You want someone who has the courage to let you have your experiences and not try to or not feel the need to change your grief into something better or more tolerable. Now, are you willing to have that courage to be that someone for yourself, to be a friend for yourself and stop treating your girlfriends better than you treat yourself? So that's point number one. Are you a friend to yourself? Do you like you? Are you spending quality time with you? If not, now is a good time to start. That's point number one. Are you your friend? Do you like you? Are you spending quality time with you? If not, now is a good time to start. I'm referring to the type of friendship that causes you to go deep into your pain, your heartbreak, and you begin to nurture yourself back to wholeness. You begin to address the wholeness of whatever that situation is that's negatively pressing against your heart. And I'm not suggesting you do this alone. What I'm saying is make it happen for yourself. And that means being the type of friend that would also get support for another friend or from another friend. So point number two, have the courage to grow through it all. You will be different for sure. Your heart will open up to all possibilities for your new you, your new future, your new life. And then give yourself permission to just have that courage and grow, grow, grow. Learn how to encourage yourself during a season of heartbreak and loss. Do it afraid. Grow from within. Most individuals that I meet, most people that I coach, they want something to change on the outside of themselves. They want happier relationships, more money, a better career, a business, but they're not willing to do what it takes to change on the inside. This is an inside job. Life flows from the inside out. So you must transform your mental awarenesses, declutter your mind. That's where it all starts. If your mind says no, it will be a no. A pause will happen. Oftentimes, it's more than a pause. It's a stop. But if the mind says yes, then you move forward. Otherwise, you're stuck at the place of your pain. You're stuck in the pain because of the resistance that you're vibrating, that you're embracing. And when grief and confusion is bleeding from every corner of your heart, all you need is someone to show up for you. Someone who knows the death of your pain. And that someone is you. 
Let it be you that shine that bright light into darkness. You are the only one who knows all of your secrets. A boyfriend, a girlfriend, a husband, a wife, even your therapist could not know, ever know, the death of your pain or your heartbreak. So that would be you, right? Now, I realize there are times when you may not be able to be a support or friend for yourself, and that's okay too. Start with your own self-care, your self-forgiveness, and self-compassion. Then seek support from a professional who specializes in grief, heartbreak, and loss. You want someone who can hold your pain for you, not someone who would tell you time will heal your wounds. You want someone who understands pain and grief. You want someone who will start reassuring you of a better tomorrow, a better tomorrow filled with hope, with comfort, and a desire to reach out for support. You don't want someone who will normalize your new reality of loss because loss is not something that to be dismissed. You don't want someone to act as though the loss never happened, right? That's not normal. And it will likely leave you feeling more pain and more deep sorrow. Now, that was my experience as a three-year-old when mom died. The grown-ups around me went on with their life as if nothing happened. So I did the same thing at least until the grief started to bubble up in ways that could not be ignored. So never, ever betray your aching heart and never allow others to offer assurance that allows them to feel better about your suffering. They're doing that at your expense. Do not allow others to make your pain about them. It may be they can't hold that space for your messy, hard, and real truth of pain in the moment. If they need to wrap your pain up with a bow and present it back to you in order to keep it at a distance from their heart, that's okay too. But it's not okay for you. It's okay that they can't provide the understanding and the comfort you need right now. Try not to judge it. Thank them and continue your process with someone who can meet you where you are with a blanket of comfort and love. Always set your intention to keep yourself first. Stay in your truth no matter how bumpy it gets. Have the courage or desperation to be truly vulnerable with yourself, to accept your pain. You can be that person. You can be that friend. You can be real company for yourself. And what a gift it is to be able to offer self-love in this way. There will be remarkable opportunities to be a friend to yourself. So recognize those opportunities and rise to the occasion. Rise to every challenge. Be gentle with yourself until you're ready to grow. And then start moving into your tomorrow with gratitude. When you're ready, you know what? Clues will follow. The right people, the right resources will show up in your life. And they will help you get clarity about your vision beyond that pain and beyond that loss, beyond that grief. 
They will help you see through a new set of lenses filled with vision and hope for tomorrow. Here's where you will begin to realize and experience the courage to grow through the process that's present for you. Let's talk some more about the courage to grow. I know we spend countless hours working on growing our businesses, right? Because we want to be successful in business. So just imagine how much more success will unfold in your life if your primary focus shifts to healing your broken heart. Focus on you first. Imagine how much stronger and healthy your relationships would be with others, with your family, with your friends, with business partners, if you were operating from your whole self, your whole self with less broken pieces inside. When you focus on yourself first, you will begin to understand more deeply the difference between reconciliation and resolution. Now, reconciliation requires two people agreeing to a healthy relationship, right? But resolution only requires one person, and that's you, resolving the conflict within yourself. Yes, you can heal yourself without anyone else's involvement or without anyone else's agreement. So think more about resolution than you do reconciliation. Because there will be times, there will be opportunities that you may not ever be able to reconcile in relationships. And that's okay. You hold the space for your healing and the other person. And make it a time to step up, show up for yourself first. Encourage yourself often. Affirm your heart with kindness and compassion. And remember, I say this often, there is no timeline for grieving. Grief is a growth period. Overcoming the paralyzing emotional pain, it's possible. But if you don't show up for you, it will be difficult for others to know how to show up for you. So start with those two simple points I've just shared with you. Point number one, be your own best friend. Be your own cheerleader. Point number two, have the courage to grow through it all. Grow your mental awarenesses, your spiritual awareness, your emotional awareness, and your physical awareness. When you strengthen all four levels of who you are, your mental state, your spiritual being, your emotional self, and your physical body, you can't help but to grow and become the person that you were created to be. Be there for yourself without judging yourself. Just be with it. No judging. Put first things first. Help yourself first. And let yourself rise up to the occasion. Let you rise up first. Have the courage to grow in your process. Wow, we are complete with this episode. And I hope you take those two points that I offered here and use them to move your life forward with much ease and with much grace. I will see you next week and let your greatest potential continue to rise up. Let it rise up inside of you, within you, and just keep on growing. 
Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Growing Through Grief and being part of this loving community of women. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share and spread the word. Let's help all women become richer and more nourished in their heart so that they're able to just keep on rising. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or topic ideas, or you would like to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly at coachingtotheheart.org. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep on growing.